0: Anyway, eventually we'll find a way to use that gift card. But in the intervening time, I have managed to, to just fucking nail my risotto. So, yeah, go bring in an offline, online conversation, online. Um, yeah, my my, key, my um, signature dish is a sausage and fennel and mushroom risotto. So you saying you don't like mushrooms in it is, or, or finding that to be a questionable ingredient is very, is, is curious, because you seem like an adventurous eater.
1: I don't like fennel either.
0: Well, if you cook it well enough, it's, you don't taste it.
1: Well, I, so I am an adventurous eater in the sense that even something I don't normally care for, especially in the context of going out to a restaurant, I'll try. Like, I'm, there's very, very few things that I'm just, like, a hard no to when it comes to food.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Are you a seafood guy?
1: I didn't used to be, but in more recent years, it's grown on me in a limited capacity
0: yeah i'm i'm kind of childish in the way where i only like seafood if it tastes like kind of what i assume an eight-year-old would like where it mostly tastes like
1: you um, like seafood when it doesn't taste like seafood exactly yeah Mm -hmm.
0: i like what's the thing on top shot they would always do where it's like it's surf and turf i want i want surf that tastes like turf And as you can tell, I'm very much angling to win show titles.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, you know, speaking of a good surf and turf, lobsters and crab, like shellfish I enjoy, but salmon's no good. Salmon's good because salmon can be made to taste like chicken
0: very easily.
1: No, salmon's too fishy. Yeah.
0: Can I, can I, can I make a, like we've talked at length and, and this has come up in a lot of offline conversations with other people. Recently, I've kind of when win the, wind do you talk to other people? I do, unfortunately. Sometimes oh, you have how, to, to try to not die alone. How dare you? Um, <laughs> where <laughs> I've had my long standing theory, uh, or it's a common refrain on the show of kind of the things that still bind us as Southern Californians. And, mm. uh, my, my main things are when does the switch flip from being a Southern Californian to a Northern Californian? And it still quite isn't there for me. But, um, I don't get the whole, bay area dungeness crab thing i find that to be a very like so it's a fool a fool's errand in terms of something to cook at home it's it's basically like the crab or lobster lo, crab or lobster always ends up being a butter delivery vehicle
1: hmm yeah i've never participated in the dungeness crab thing so i i can't i can't report back to you there
3: yeah
0: all right, well, that was us trying to make a more lively show where we're trying to seamlessly bring the, the pre-show banter on the actual show. So I think we're doing great at it. I think, we, I think we're going to win a couple of Webby Awards.
1: D- to pull back the curtain here, I, I normally <laughs> know exactly when the show like, started. I usually even like, write it down. Mm-hmm. I In my little note thing here, I you know, do my normal like, start time colon, and then I normally put the timestamp. Mm-hmm. I put a question mark. I'm not sure exactly when I'm going to start this episode. So, so
0: 2022 is all about wild cards. <laughs> <laughs> is that
1: what they're saying?
0: I like to think of myself as, oh, nope, nope, nope. Sorry, I'm going to back out of that before I say that out loud. <laughs> okay. So now I'm going to bring up my what was going to be my original opener, which I feel like is going to go nowhere. So this can
1: actually oh, get edited out carefully. Okay, so. good. I'll drop, drop a, a marker. marker here. Yep.
0: Yep.
2: Do you own a hamper? Is that a trick question? No.
1: Where where else would the dirty clothes go? Do you think I just throw them on the floor? Mm-hmm. Of course I own a hamper.
0: again, you own a house. I assume you have dedicated rooms own... that are basically hampers. <laughs> oh, so <yeah. laughs>
1: I, I own a I own a hamper from uh IKEA, so... I believe.
0: Oh. Uh yeah i was gonna say i was gonna make a joke about studio neat but that's for all that's well
1: hey i mean that's you'd be all
0: over that (laughs) so my question here is though are your hampers um do they have a lid or they open
1: i just have one the they're open
0: okay all right this 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 is actually gonna go somewhere okay so what is your free throw percentage
1: Mm, so i that's a that's a fair question unfortunately, there are no free throws because of my uh cozy house um My hamper mm. is shoved in uh the corner of my closet, which is not even in my bedroom, it's in our office because the closet in our bedroom is not even really big enough for one person, let alone the two of us and yeah, there would be no way I could I could throw clothes towards it because it's not only even in the corner of the small closet, it's underneath clothes. Like my, my clothes <laughs> hang where like so, the bottom so, of the clothes hanging above it basically so there's is like,
0: there's like eight sport coats above it where it would be impossible to <laughs> It'd be it'd be like um I can't think of anybody who plays for the Sharks. That's not the dude who faked his vaccine card. Uh. It would be like it would be like um not Evander Holyfield, who's the other one? Wayne Gretzky doing doing a, a slap shot in between five people to get
1: it into the hamper. Pretty pretty much. Yeah.
0: I think I confused four different sports in one sentence, but it's okay.
1: But I, um, I see I see what you're doing there though, and I I, I hadn't thought about that until now, but I do miss being able to, to, yeah, free throw dirty clothes into the hamper. Can't do that here, though.
0: So I'm going to say something and you cannot don't don't pull some Washington Post bullshit for Pinocchios on me. But I used to be good at sports mm. and
1: my doesn't
0: check out. You don't you didn't know me that in that context. But That's can, true.
1: That's fair. I did. Yeah. I did not know you could have been living some you could still be living some secret life for all I know.
3: Mm hmm.
0: Uh, <laughs> 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 so my I feel like unfortunately when it comes to dirty laundry and mm, not 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 in that not sense, in
1: metaphorical sense right
0: no but in in the actual and also not dirty laundry but the eh, little little worn worn for a day laundry
1: sure
0: um I'm very much the like Shaquille O'Neal
2: mm.
3: of
0: it like I'm I'm not I haven't gotten to the point where I'm hawking jumbo Epson ink cartridges like Shaq currently is, because he makes very bad decisions when it comes to that type of thing. But I feel like my free throw percentage is oddly it's like my hamper is um it's not a black hole, but it's the thing like where it it repels all energy. or no matter how hard I try, I think my lifetime hamper free throw percentage is close to like four percent. Mm. And it's not a small hamper. I just suck. And I, I, it, it bums me out because whether it be socks, whether it be a shirt that I know of the weight of, like it, this is a quality BR plus Banana Republic shirt. Like it's, I feel like I would have a good shot at getting it in, but it either always, I maybe I just need a backboard. I need to push it further against the wall where there's no way for something to slide behind it. But yeah, but it's, it's, it's my free throw percentage is between zero and 10%. Like how far back are you shooting from?
2: Uh, eight feet. Okay, that's that's respectable. Like it's it's,
0: it's got to go over a uh, uh, go across a queen size bed. So okay.
1: yeah,
0: all right. Well, though, otherwise, what would it be? It'd be that's if you if you're like two feet away from it, that's just literally dropping something in.
1: Well, yeah, I think but... I think
0: they call that buckets in the NBA.
1: The getting buckets, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, in the paint. Right. Charging mm-hmm. hard or whatever. Right. Exactly.
0: Uh, yeah, and maybe I'll, maybe I'll ask my buddy Clay. Mm. hmm Can you, can you tell me what, I didn't know he was away and I, and to be honest, I confused Clay Thompson with Kevin Durant. What's, was he really away for like three seasons? Why, why was everybody so excited this weekend?
1: Yeah. So Clay Thompson, um, in the 2019 NBA finals, if you can imagine time going back that far, June, 2019 he tore his um either his MCL or his ACL, you know, one, one of those two ligaments in your knee. Mhm. And that's generally about a year kind of recovery. So because he literally got hurt, you know, as late in the season as you possibly could, it was, you know, game 6 of the NBA Finals. He basically was going to miss the entire season. And of course, you know, that entire season ended up being really you know crazy for other reasons and so he you know he never played in in part because you know the warriors didn't go to the to the bubble where the season continued in 2020 Mm -hmm. so then when the nba was going to start again for the 2020 2021 season at the end of last year no it's not last year anymore at the end of 2020 um like Two weeks before the season started, which would have been like November 2020, he tore his Achilles. So then that's also about another year-long injury.
0: Is that a thing in the back of the calf or like the lower leg or is that in your foot?
1: it well it's it's kind of like i'm I'm not a doctor, so don't at me, but it's it's sort of like yeah, the bottom of your calf, top of your ankle like if you kind of stretch your foot out and you kind of feel in the back there, it's like that kind of you know hard kind of tendon thing you can feel mm-hmm.
0: um <laughs> regular bob doctor over here <laughs> right
1: um, so that happened, and then mm-hmm. you know. Here we are now, you know, a little over a year after that, and he's, you know, finally been able to to come back. So, yeah, all, all told, he has not played an NBA game in, you know, two and a half calendar years, which has ended up being, you know, two full seasons and some.
0: Kind of, I don't know how to phrase this delicately, but. Kind of like if you're if you're gonna have a sports injury across a tumultuous and kind of shitty period, not the worst time. Yeah, you figure, great time to get injured, sort of.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Um, Clay Thompson is very well liked, right? He is across yeah. the NBA. He
1: seems seems like a genuinely nice guy.
0: Do you like him? I know you hate all the Warriors,
3: but
1: well, I mean that's that's the thing. Like I and and I give credit to the lady friend for introducing me to this phrase. I I sports hate them where mm-hmm. you know i hate them in the sense that especially this season because they're good and my team is woefully underperforming and they're in well, the but same the Warriors division. are always good and the lakers ostensibly for
0: the past few years have always been bad
1: well they may won the title less than two years ago so they're not that bad but the
0: title meaning the nba finals the whole deal
3: yeah LA are you lakers. are
1: you trolling me right now
0: no but i just don't i don't think they, the, uh, the they Lakers won is a the concern they got they, beat by the kings today they can't
1: be any good well, <laughs> they but they they no, they won they won the the bubble playoffs when it, when the season <clears throat> continued all right okay
0: now we're we're tied for show titles now bubble playoffs <laughs> this doesn't even seem real um so they're seventh in the western conference how many teams are in the western conference Eight?
1: i'm i'm surprised i'm surprised they're that high to be honest it's been a um, been a miserable season for them um but anyway the the warriors you know i sports hate them but um no i actually i mean how you can't hate you can't actually hate either curry or thompson come on
0: i feel like you have whenever uh steph curry has come up in the past you are not very charitable to him or you you don't well
1: in in a you know and again a sports hatey kind of way but no i mean he's he's an incredible player seems like a very nice person no you, you can't hate curry as, as much as that, he pains me to say.
0: Mm-hmm. So I googled LA Lakers, and that's where I got the real-time sports update. Got reminded, again, under Arena Stadium, crypto.com Arena. Oh,
1: yeah. What's the yes. what's the Kings Stadium it's, Isn't the now? Isn't the
0: Golden One? I think it's been that for a while, isn't it?
1: Is that what it is? Yeah.
0: Well, isn't that thing right by, um, what do you call it? Not City Hall. State Capitol.
1: I've, I've never been. I don't know exactly exact where it is. Kings.
0: Uh yeah, still the Golden One Center. Got it. Yeah.
1: It was like wasn't it the Sleep Train Arena for a minute no, there? No,
0: that was that's that's that weird venue. It's like the it's like the, the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater in fucking uh, Irvine. Like no, that that's a that's a the thing in Pleasant Hill up here.
1: The Sleep Train Arena's up here in in Pleasant Hill? Sleep Train Arena? No, <laughs> wait. Th- th- what's what's the that was where the Kings played, right? Sleep Train Conquered Arena. Man, how many stadiums do they have the naming rights to? There was a
0: thing that used to be called. Oh, that's what it is. So yeah, there was a thing, and I remember <laughs> there was a weird work event that I hated that I had to go and watch the Dave Matthews Band, mm. which is the one of the worst musical combinations is that, that's is that ever the one existed. That Casey listens it. I know them, right? it, it is because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Um so apparently the Concord Pavilion in Concord, California, previously known as the Sleep Train Pavilion, which is which is an insult to all pavilions, because again, as long time listeners will remember, the HP pavilion HP is Black. the is the goat or
1: is the goat juice.
0: What's the what's the thing that you send me?
1: <laughs> I when I was in the Safeway, um the Safeway hey, the other day. Also, again a, a reference a, a, a for quick, you.
0: Quick quick pin in that, uh people should go listen to the Episode of San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Fifth Mission, where there was a conversation it was in conversation with a UCSF head of something. I forget what head of immunology head of
1: or medicine, I think
0: something something like that he's He's accomplished and he's very nice. but uh Bob Walker uh, was explaining uh, some re- uh, some concerns or kind of like assessing your risk, and when he was talking about it, he referred to uh the grocery store, the Safeway. Mm. Which I'm very appreciative of him, so therefore I trust his medical advice eight thousand percent more. Sure. Anyway, a couple of weeks ago, you DM'd me on Instagram a weird Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> product collaboration, and I thought I couldn't tell if it was a prank. So, can you please explain what goat juice is, or what- is it goat juice? Or am I making that up?
1: I I think I think it was called goat juice. I'm gonna I'm. Much to my own peril, I'm going to Google search. Is this, for this one of those
0: things where you you don't? It's better to Google or to, be, more, or to be accurate.
1: <laughs> um, goat fuel. I'm not um, sure it's better. Which and this makes it so much worse because this is someone who I literally had a poster of in my room growing up. But this was this was evidently co-founded by Jerry Rice. Who you're, you're probably not Jerry even going to know he, he's a really famous um, football player yeah, wide receiver used to play for the 49ers. Uh, you
0: liked the 49ers as a kid
1: i did that was um that was part of they were a big part of the reason I wanted to eventually find my way up to San Francisco.
0: When did Los Angeles stop having a team? Did the Raiders? It leave was. Them, like, it was when we 80s? were young,
1: like early, like really early '90s. So I, I didn't Got really it. get into football at all until both the Raiders and the Rams were gone. And so it was really, you know, between the 49ers and the Chargers. And I mean, who roots for the Chargers? Come on.
0: Hmm. Wasn't your sister?
2: No, she's a Rams fan. Okay. Um.
1: So yeah, goat fuel. Um, they, I, 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 mean, I, can't confirm this is real because when I was oh, in no, Safeway, oh, you mm-hmm. have I, I looked for it and I, it, it wasn't, it was nowhere to be found. Um, but they have a a very real looking website. So,
0: do I want this in my search history?
1: I have to say, uh, some of the flavors don't sound
0: terrible pink candy. This is actually, no, that does
1: sound right up your alley. It it does. Uh, He is the, Oh, wow. I didn't realize he was a a sponsor here. He is the 49ers backup quarterback (laughs) who they traded three first round picks to be able to draft this year. And then he ended up not really playing. And when he did play, he looked pretty shaky.
0: So I understood a third of those words. Um so going to goatfuel.com. Fuel dot com. Mm-hmm. Um fuel your greatness, get ten percent off. No. Close. Um
2: Yeah, the, I I Oh,
0: the picture of Jerry Rice holding four cans at once is not very good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice, um, nice looking suit though. And no, he looks like great. Standing, you think no, he's that's standing
0: a, like in a in like one of those Pete Buttigieg wine caves?
1: Yeah, it kind of kind of looks
0: like somewhere in Napa, doesn't it? It it certainly does. He's about to go on his window Oh window wait, you
1: hold on though. You've buried the lead. Well, so, up, we're getting there. Well, okay, okay. I
0: think we're gonna talk about this. Wait, what, what? what So looking at the, are we talking about the flavors?
1: No, 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 no. What? What? It's what, what? Better than that. So if you scroll down on this main page you're going to eventually reach a section labeled <laughs> goat like mushroom goat drip
3: Oh, fuck
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think i think drip is what the kids refer to as like
0: wait well, yeah, it's it's like the like nice the looking clothes maybe yeah so stuff's drippy i, I heard, <laughs> I, heard fucking, I heard a i heard a i heard a 12 year old say that recently and i i was so mad <laughs> I don't know who Tyler H E R R O is, but he.
1: Oh, Tyler Hero! Yeah. Yeah, but he,
0: he the expression on the picture of this image just. Ugh. Okay, well, let's scroll back up. So, <laughs> I don't even. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this, but for something that's aimed at ostensibly macho sports dudes, gummy bear flavor. Mm. And watermelon fruit punch, like that. These feel
2: like not like
0: macho flavor names. So I, I, I don't know. I like I am kind of tempted. Like I, I would never put anything in my body that came in a can that said "go fuel" on it. But I would try gummy bear. I don't know
2: what yeah, that would taste like.
1: I. This, it's just a slippery slope for me because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I have some vices in life, but I do feel like a good accomplishment for me was basically entirely eliminating soda and energy drinks from mm-hmm. my diet. And so I'm always a little apprehensive to even try another energy drink. Um. Yeah, my my vice.
0: I I still occasionally, if I'm not doing an espresso and I, or if I have a long drive and I don't really have an opportunity for something else, I still partake in a sugar-free Red Bull.
1: Yeah, that that was at one of my former employers. We used to have those just you know available in the kitchen, and that mm-hmm. that became a problem there for a little while.
0: Probably had some pop chips too
1: as a matter of fact, we did. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see salt and vinegar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, gummy bear, 12 pack, $36. How do you, uh, wait, what's the math on that? It's $3. Yeah. That's that's how, that's how that's it works. Bad. Um, Oh, they, they have the whole DTC bullshit of subscribe and save and save 10%. A berry, B E A R Y delicious way to satisfy your sweet tooth. Fuel your greatness with NFL hall of famer, Jerry racist energy. Mm. anyway, Okay, so what, what's great. the
1: what's what's the deal here? So they you can buy these directly from them, but then they also sell them in stores, I guess. Uh, apparently, okay. But there's no there's no like find where to buy these, as far as I can tell.
0: I mean, on the main website, when you were scrolling down to where the the, the drippy goats are. They did mention that uh, they're sold at Lucky's, uh, whatever Go Puff is, Publix, which I think is in Florida, and uh, of course, at the Safeway.
1: Yeah, but they don't... You know how a lot of times you can find, like, hey, this specific location has these specific flavors. Like, that's kind of what I'm looking for.
0: Oh, well, I think that's... I don't think goats can code that way.
1: Mm. They. I So now on the website where you can just purchase them directly, you, you can buy... 12 packs of each individual flavor, which seems like kind of a lot. I was looking for more of like a variety pack, which they do sell. They sell two different variety packs. In <laughs> seasons. And they're referred to as season one and season two, which is, that's not bad.
0: But that doesn't make any sense in a sports context.
1: It doesn't, but it's not bad. Mm. <laughs> Some of this drip, though, I, it's not... It's not particularly drippy, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: Oh, this brings up another t- another thing. Um, luckily, it's been a slow news week.
1: Have you? Are you
0: familiar with the the, ter- the trend of people calling sweatpants joggers?
1: Mm, I've, I've I've seen this. Mar- I do not like that at all. Layer Is is guilty of this? I think. yeah. And I think
0: Allbirds does this too. Like, mm. why? What's with the normalization of sweatpants? They, sweatpants have always been a, a source of deserved shame. And that they, they people don't want to put on actual clothes,
1: because <laughs> a lot of us are basically spending twenty four seven in our houses these days, and well but so... that's
0: fine, but then you can just wear some basketball shorts or something but but I feel like sweatpants imply some effort when none uh, no such effort has been put like you don't wear sweatpants,
1: do you i don't the closest i come is the the one piece of marine layer clothing i own is i think called their uh, i think it's called like their saturday pant or something like that and it's i mean they basically may as well be sweatpants but they're 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 a little ish nicer i mean i don't really wear them outside the house much but
0: well and and i'm I'm not hating on the comfort part of it because like um Banana Republic has these, I think they're called traveler jeans, which are like basically male stretchy pants, but they look mm-hmm. like jeans. Mm-hmm. I am very much about that. No, so it's not the comfort thing, but it's the, like anybody who steps out of the house wearing something that resembles sweatpants. Kind of thumbs down to that. Yeah, Because that, that, that implies a level of not giving a shit where like, just, <laughs> just leave, leave the house with like, just, I not again, just basketball shorts or just like, or some, like a pair of running shorts or just, you have like you just have a like a spare you know just some jeans, whatever just sweatpants imply a level of uh, of giving up that i don't don't like. <laughs> anyway, um, let's move on um command w okay, do we have any other follow up or do, is this the only bit
1: oh have we started? should we click record
0: uh thirty one minutes in it's fine. Okay. um oh so i i canceled tivo i had unplugged mm-hmm. my tivo back when uh there was a um severe uh rainstorm that caused uh, my server closet to start uh having rain on it um and i kept forgetting about it and i finally canceled the tivo service so after 16 years i am no longer a tivo customer Bummer. End of an era. Yeah, I I, and I and I don't I don't care. I like I've I've honestly I had not thought about watching live television at all.
2: So,
1: yeah, I mean it's um it's kind of crazy how little live TV is on in this house. It's sharks games the occasional lakers game and the occasional football game and like that that's
2: it everything else is you know streaming yeah um still eager because like
0: let's say there had been more um like important news events or or um like wide reaching or or broad appeal sporting events that I would care about. Like that would those would be things that would cause me to have missed it. But that's the thing where I still uh I, I guess like yeah uh, it's a poor financial decision, but I still have a cable subscription that I like will maybe once every couple of weeks open in the browser just to like watch the news for a little bit. But I'm excited for that Xfinity stream app whenever it does come to Apple TV to be an option to mm-hmm. watch live TV when I want to. But yeah, dedicated DVR, I just don't care about. Like honestly, in the past two or three years, I think the only things I've ever used to used it for is for Better Call Saul and three seasons of Top Chef I have still never watched. And I have hard reset the TVO, so I never will.
1: I guess there's... I gotta think about that with Better Call Saul. I, I I presume AMC has some kind of app that you can log in with your Cable Town credentials.
0: I mean, or, or just follow a truck.
1: Sometimes stuff falls off it.
0: Again, if I'm paying if I'm paying for the right to access it, it's fine. Have they said uh, when that's coming back yet? Just sometime I don't know. this year, Because right? I, I know he had the one the co- the COVID the COVID filming difficulties, and also Odenkirk had. A movie he did, and also a hard tech. So I, yeah, calls all final season.
1: Air. I think I think they've just said sometime this year
0: is expected to premiere in twenty twenty two. Yeah. Okay. All right. So end of an era. TiVo's dead to me. I will forever. I I don't think I'll have the heart to throw away my TiVo plushie that I got at either a GDGT or a gadget event. I was gonna say uh, we were t- together
1: when you we get, when you got that. Right? I forget
0: what. Uh, yeah, I forget when it was. But that 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 the TiVo dude who lives in my server closet is is now like eleven years old at this point.
1: So I mean, good that's, dude. It's upsetting. Yeah, times are really. Remember a real we SUV. got to we got to test drive that Model S at that at that, that event we went to.
0: I do remember that, and I remember strongly disliking the idea of um, a car that slow that doesn't coast. Or that that slows yeah, down. Yeah, I, I know. I,
1: I it you you it grows on you. Is all I, can I don't say. think it does.
0: So yeah, yeah. well, actually, that, that, so that's that's me a question because I know that is now. I think that's a setting on Tesla models, which is, yeah, do you want like, it to immediately like within like three seconds of releasing the accelerator? Do you want it to basically come to a full stop? Otherwise, you can have it coast with like the physics that a normal um, ICE car would. Yeah, I, I can't understand the appeal of that. Because it doesn't, it doesn't fully enable like one pedal driving.
1: Oh wait, no, it, it totally does. It doesn't
0: though, because that's not that's not a safe stopping distance.
1: Um, if if once you once you're used to it, it, it well, I mean, of course, if you really have to slam on the brakes, it doesn't. But ninety five percent of the time, you can drive with one foot. Well, I mean, and also the car drives itself or pedal. Well, that's true too. Yeah, you actually you drive get- with 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 no feet, no pedals.
0: Yeah, I might get to that. What are what are pedals? <sighs> All right. Let's churn through some new business.
3: Um hmm. what's
0: the best order for this? Well, actually, this 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 goes with our, our sports thing, and you're much more um invested in this and or or up to date on this kind of thing than I am. Uh but the athletic, uh, which is a um a paywalled a uh, sports news website that launched in 2017 maybe it's been around for a bit a bit um it seemed to be doing fairly well in terms of charging a fair price for top quality sports news and and good reporting on local teams uh, has been purchased by the New York Times in an all cash deal for half a billion dollars and people have many opinions over this um, and I just kind of want to know, since you're the sports guy, and I think you are, are slash were a subscriber to the Athletic. I, uh, yeah, I what, currently am. Yeah, yeah. So what's 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 your take on it? Well, one to explain what the the Athletic is, what value it provides to you, and kind of what you think about it being absorbed into the Great Lady.
1: So what's cool about the Athletic is that, well, I mean, first and foremost, they just have a kind of all star team of writers. Um, but specifically within the group of writers that they have, what they do is have a group of, of national writers, which ESPN and all kinds of other organizations have, which cover, you know, the various major leagues and kind of sports in general. But then they have, and this is kind of what makes them unique, they have beat writers for essentially every single team um across all the major sports at least here in the US. So like that was originally what got me interested in them is that they have a beat writer for the Sharks, Kevin Kurtz, who I whose work I've enjoyed for a long time. And um you know, specifically what I like about having someone like Kevin Kurtz work for the Athletic is that he's a beat writer and he doesn't work for the team. So you really get a level of kind of candid coverage that you don't get when you're watching say just like your local broadcast where you know they're essentially just member you know employees of team so um that to me that's what really separates the athletic is it's really high quality coverage and you can kind of dial in what you're interested in you know all the way from kind of the macro level all the way down to your specific team
2: And do they cover MLB, NBA, NHL, or or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they cover cover it all, and it's eighty dollars a year. Um, maybe.
3: That's higher or low?
2: That's it seems
1: seems in the in the ballpark. Okay. Yeah, it, it's you know it's it's like any other kind of higher quality news outlet. Like it's it's not. It's not cheap, but I it it's a it's a subscription that I it's nowhere you know nowhere on my radar to potentially cancel. I really enjoy what I get from them.
0: Is there is it? I know he I don't know if he worked for CSN. Is it is it Andrew Baggersley? Is he the is he the Giants guy? Or am I misremembering that? Or is he still the Athletic I, Giants writer?
1: I don't I don't know to be honest.
0: Okay. Oh no, there's that Grant Bisbee guy. I think he used to um, write for the Chronicle.
3: Okay. Hmm.
0: Anyway, so so what what's your, what are your thoughts on is this a good acquisition for the Times, and what do you think it actually looks like?
1: I it it's hard to say. Um, I mean, we'll we'll put Peter Kafka's write up in the notes. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, his his take. So I guess this has been kind of like a known thing for a little while that that the New York Times was probably going to buy The Athletic. I guess it's been kind of known for the last month or so, because I had heard it discussed on like Bill Simmons's podcast. Um, And the the, the take even from that a few weeks ago was that this was probably going to be some sort of um, subscriber play for The New York Times where you know, they've they've had some pretty strong subscriber growth in recent years that's that's slowed down a bit, and making an acquisition of a strong subscriber business like the Athletic has would be a way to kind of potentially get that, you know, subscriber growth, you know accelerating again. Um but in terms of what this looks like, it's really hard to say. Like in the in the press release the New York Times put out, they you know, said pretty explicitly that their intent is to keep this as a standalone business. It's hard to imagine that Mm. being the long-term strategy. Um, I mean, if, if you look
0: at the, what the New York Times has done with, like, so there's a couple of things. So they have, what is a bolt on to your existing New York Times subscription? So they have New York Times cooking, which I think is $7 a month. And then you also have like the crossword in their game section and they have things like the wire cutter, which for a few years they were, they acquired and they were comfortable having that just live as kind of just a subsidiary that was mostly on its own deal and just kind of just not rock the boat and just keep going on affiliate revenue. And then do you remember off the top of your head, how much the wire cutter, if you, cause I think they give you like, even as a time subscriber, if you're, you get 10 free articles a month or something. How much does the wire cutter cost? It I think, so I think bolt we, on?
1: we did some kind of bit when this was first announced where it's really confusing, like on the New York Times' website to figure out how much more you need to pay them <laughs> to like get access to this stuff. Like I'm just a, mm-hmm. you know, a generic digital New York Times subscriber, and I I have no idea how much it would take for me to get access to that other stuff. Wire cutter
0: subscription cost. Don't fail me now, Google. Five dollars a month or forty dollars a year for all access for unlimited access to all of Wirecutter's coverage and features.
1: But that's, so that's just the Wirecutter, because I think you can also get access to it through some other sort of add-on to your digital New York Times subscription that maybe also gives you access to cooking and/or the crossword
0: i don't think they ever cause like, so right now i don't i i want to have access to cooking but i refuse to pay them the money for it so i think i have to pay 1950 a month for my time subscription plus the crossword um, i do like on this q a on the Wirecutter cutter web page uh q will i still see affiliate links to amazon and other retailers our affiliate business model remains unchanged <laughs> Double dipping. I love it. It's, it's very much a, a New Yorker vibe of, of being like, fuck it, I get mine. Um, anyway, see the, the so this, this is the question, though, and I, I'm not sure this has been broadly asked, but the New York Times has generally never had strong sports coverage. Like, I feel in recent years, and I don't know if it has anything, like, I feel like it does it have anything to do with, like, the upshot, or is that something entirely different? But I feel like they've had in recent years more of an effort to kind of not have in-depth coverage, but at least to cover games as they're happening. But yeah, the Times has never been big on sports, so it does seem kind of interesting as to whether or not they would keep it entirely separate or just think of this as this is a fast, immediate way to bolster the one section of the newspaper and our traditional offering that we are maybe less successful at
1: well yeah i I think that's that's super well said and that's what that's why it makes it hard to kind of take it at face value that their long-term plan is to have the athletic be a standalone service it's not as if there's some robust new york times sports section that it wouldn't make sense to you know replace with basically the athletics coverage, but just like you said, I mean, their, their sports section is, is never really been what they've been known for. So it's totally not hard to envision four or five years from now, you know, the athletics coverage and basically like they're kind of their entire website, basically just being, you know, com slash sports.
0: But then do they auto- automatically think that that makes the value of a New York Times subscription 3 to $5 more per month? Or do they try to sell it separately? Neither of which seem really like good ideas. It might just be the cost of doing business, but I don't know. I'm yeah, here, I don't, I'm don't know.
2: That, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Interesting. Um, yeah. I hope they don't ruin it. Like not, not that I think they would, but I mean, I've been on for multiple years, been on the fence about signing up for the athletic, but I just, I just don't, I'd kind of fallen out of love with the giants and I don't really, like I have a passing interest in kind of how the, the Niners and the warriors are doing. So I've just never, it's never been enough of a draw for me to want to spend $80 to $100 a year, but no, seems cool. Like I'm all for paying for what news content is worth, but it's never crossed that threshold for me.
1: I have kind of a semi-related topic I've been meaning to bring up here for a sure. while. I I really wish there was a way for me to get access to an ad-free version of the daily. <laughs> I get why there's not, but... You don't, you
0: don't want to hear about uh, Ray-Ban stories?
1: I don't. And well, there there's so many things about ads on the daily that are bothersome. I mean, <laughs> one so many of the ads are house ads asking me to become like they're, they're New York times ads.
0: Oh, Um, like that one where the guy says he's getting a call from his editor as he's on the.
1: Yeah. Mm. And I just like, every time I get one of those, I just want to like scream into my AirPods that I'm already a New York times subscriber. I, I don't need you asking me to become one. I've been one for years and years. Um, and then the other thing is that I repeatedly get episodes where in the four or five ad slots that there are, which, you know, I'm, I'm all for, you know, Michael Barbaro, you know, getting his, but kind of a lot of ads <laughs> sometimes. Um, well, look,
0: and, over the evolution of the past, like it used to be like, it was like two ads and it was three ads. And I think one time you remarked to me, like, like I got four or five ads for the day list, and Like, and then it just, yeah, it keeps kind you of You get the pre roll, the end, the ending ad. And there's like, Two ad breaks. Yeah. It's, we'll it's, right it's, 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 and then it's, and there's another one. Yeah.
1: So it, so I, it's it, oftentimes recently it's been a pre roll ad, first ad break, which has two ads, mm-hmm. second ad break, which is right before the here's what else you need to know today. That's one ad. Or and whatever it says. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've kind of, I've kind of, the, the, the new guest host they've had the last two days, I forget her she's, name. She's good. She's mm-hmm. so bad with names. She's really good probably I, been I one of wanna, the better guest hosts they've had i don't want to get canceled
0: but but like yeah she's good like i like a really really don't like sabrina but like but i kind of i want to know because there's no way this is still related to paternity leave Michael's no i think it. it
1: i think it could be
0: that it wasn't it was february of last year but i
1: think i think he's sort of taken it in in kind of small chunks
0: uh, he's he's on over the past like rolling 12 months he's been he's hosted at most 40% of the shows.
1: I mean he could also just be doing other things, I don't know. Um yeah. But, but in any but, case like but, no,
0: but, you, yeah. but your your point
1: about the ad low that absolutely makes sense. Um
0: I, just, I don't I just, know how would wish, they sell that.
1: I just wish that I could get an ad-free version because I'm so for me with podcasts and I I don't really listen to all that many anymore, but the ones that I listen to you know, week after week, or in the case of the daily every day, I just, I just really want an ad free experience. Like I just find that to be a better listening experience. And so I just, I really wish there was a way for me to be able to do that with the daily, but no one. yeah,
0: I mean, that, that doesn't bother me. Like, I I don't know. Like, it's just, I, it's the same reason why I pay for a two or three of the shows on relay and I don't listen to the ad-free versions cuz I I, I want to know what people are listening to. that oh, I may mean, maybe that makes me crazy, but
1: it it does make you a little crazy.
0: <laughs> But my point um
1: I meant I meant to ask
0: you on this week's upgrade, didn't have unless I I'm oh. so
1: hmm.
0: I don't know why I I I, I we, we this is a longer conversation that we need to have and not not right now. But like Uh, The idea of a tech podcast is, I don't know, I'm I'm so, maybe it's just that nothing exciting is happening right now. But I guess like the least interesting thing that I want to listen to right now is people talking about the fucking app store or whatever. I I have marked, and there's no shade on on the show itself, but I have marked the past five or six weeks of ATP and upgrade as marked as played on immediately. I just, I just, I don't need it in my life right now. And now, sorry, but what, what what was good about we'll, this week though we'll circle back
1: uh no there was a a sponsor i was gonna ask you about oh
0: what was it what was it i'm not gonna listen I, So,
1: i think i mean i guess i could just look on the i guess i could just mm-hmm. look on the upgrades episode page i, I think it was electric the um i oh, would like the blog yeah i think i think so blogs are advertising a podcast um, I'm gonna I'll check out, so Relay FM. Is that how you
0: pronounce recent... it? I've always thought it was pronounced electric.
1: So it's it's not them.
2: It's um
1: uh beat subpar IT support with electric. Sorry, what? <laughs> if your organization has between fifteen and five hundred employees, who doesn't? electric wants to help your organization upgrade its it strategy that's why for a limited time electric will gift you a pair of beats solo 3 which is spelled the same way that like web 3 apparently is (laughs) wireless (laughs) headphones when you take a qualified meeting and that has an asterisk next to it with us what's the asterisk here this is
0: like the it's like i i never understood this joke on on television when we were kids but i never understood the idea of timeshare like meetings is that what this is like we so, just there, sit through like a three-hour sales presentation so, but eventually you get something for free
1: <laughs> so to qualify for this promotion you must be one an it decision maker at a company with 15 to 500 employees at what a mistake 80- i'm a stakeholder at least 80% of whom are US based. Two, be willing to explore changing devices, email systems, and chat tools and MDM. Three, be in a supported industry. We do not support emergency services, legal, MSPs, banks, or venture capital firms. What's an MSP? I don't know i i knew all the other
0: i was gonna i was gonna say uh, like item four is know what mdm stands for <laughs> uh because that i do that i do know but yeah what's what's an msp
3: i don't know um uh, come on google uh
0: it's not the minneapolis st paul airport so never mind <laughs> managed service provider uh, okay. still don't know what that means okay hmm. all right anyway okay. that's, that sounds like a not very not... niche ad
1: not the, not the blog though. Okay, that that okay. answers that question for me. Thanks.
0: What? Uh, so that that actually brings up another point about the daily. Is yeah, some of the ads are really bad, and it's it's always bum- a bummer when like it's a full show takeover, where what was the website? The,
1: oh, that's the, that that's the other the thing I forgot to mention. Is it's like. In those five episode ads, oftentimes four or even all five of those ad slots will be for the exact same ad. And well, so, but that's like,
0: that's fine if it if it works well. So, but my my example of when this goes wrong and when I, f- I absolutely fucking hate it is so. There's a website normalnow dot com, and I kept getting this, and and it was um. I forget the way they phrase it because there's the same the same woman does all of the, the New York Times ad reads. And it's always fun to to hear kind of like what what product it's for. But this one is for like the coalition on electric vehicles or something. And it was like something about like uh like how podcasts used to be only something that weirdos would do. But now people binge them all the time and you would get four ads per episode of something telling you to go, to go to normalnow.com because EVs are no longer weird i think was the tagline and the same thing happened for uh ray-ban's stories trademark because nobody wants to say their facebook glasses i don't know like yeah you you when it's a more diversified um advertising episode i i i honestly i don't mind ads on podcasts but you you are right i don't think your product your your dream would ever exist like i i don't think the new york times is ever going to have like a a bolt-on that you can get to get an ad free daily but on the episodes where there's a bad advertiser and they're taking up every slot it kind of does suck
1: you know, the, the thing I would really love is if there was a feed I could get where I could enter my New York Times credentials and at least not get New York Times ads. Like, just to indicate to them, like, hey, I'm well, already but, a subscriber. You don't...
0: But they want to make sure you stay a subscriber. That is actually not not even a joke. That, that is... So, yeah. It's all about re- uh, retention and drop and churn.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we're we're helping people learn how
2: to run their business. <laughs> um,
0: EV models are normal too. Um actually this is, I I got a question for you that, that I've been wondering recently in terms of uh gas prices. Do with superchargers do does the charging rate fluctuate
1: much? I don't I mean I don't use superchargers all that much so I'm probably not the best person to ask but i i think generally these days the cost of recharging via a supercharger isn't like astronomically cheaper than gas i think it's i don't know i think it's something like 10 to 15 percent less something like that but it's not like it not like what it
2: used
0: to be does tesla ever communicate that prices are changing or is it just that yeah, a like no, couple of months says, you just realized that like, oh, this is more than it was last time.
1: Well, I think there's some of that, but then when you click on a supercharger in the the in car navigation system, like it it'll tell you. Like a lot of the stations have dynamic pricing depending on like the time of day and stuff, and it it lays all that out. But in terms of pricing changing over time, I mean that's probably not something they really advertise. So you just, I guess you would just notice it if you were, you know, regularly using a supercharger. Yeah. And chose economy. All right.
0: Um, okay. So let's talk about Tesla. So a few things. So I don't have a lot to put on this, but basically the, 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 there's like three related stories in this where the, uh, the, Los Angeles, the Los Angeles times, the Los Angeles times, uh had had the scoop on the DMV uh potentially reconsidering the way that Tesla has to self-identify and report and talk about their whole cause like do, what what is their deal that they do they have like a limited rollout of like the 10,000 alleged safest drivers get access to like the most comprehensive FSD beta is that am i wrong or does that sound plausible
1: yeah, no, so th- there was a there was a tool they rolled out, um, like a kind of a driver monitoring piece of software that originally was meant for um, people who were members of their insurance program. Like the idea was that if if you installed this thing on your car, your insurance, you know, premium would would go up or down depending on like your your driving habits. But then what Tesla did was they expanded the use of that in the lead up to making their and, you know, I'm, I'm making air quotes here, of course, full self-driving beta, um, wanting to put that out into a, a larger group of people. Um, they basically said that if, you know, you could download this driver safety thing and then we'll start rolling it out to the people with the the highest scores. And so that, that's what they've been
2: doing.
0: Yeah. And, and so, so these people who have paid the between, depends on when you bought it, between seven and now, uh, sorry, soon, $12,000. Right. Do get full self driving. Anyway, like, so, so the DMV, uh, like after pressure by a, uh, California state senator, Lena Gonzalez is pushed to put more scrutiny on Tesla's, um, uh involuntary beta program like this this is the one part that i that i that really bugs me particularly is that you can say that the person who is driving the car and is i guess babysitting the full self driving beta you also have in that interaction dozens of other people who are unwittingly beta testing that software along with them by having somebody who is distracted and not engaged and not responsible for the car's actions and that's where this whole thing falls flat and 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 kind of makes me upset because you are on the impression that everybody on the road is controlling their own vehicle and and there's somebody who's just watching and sitting back and watching elon musk's beta project go around but there have been, so this New York Times article, if you can put it in the show notes, has a, like a paragraph that has a lot of links to recent examples of people who have tested the software where, and I appreciate there were a couple that were from San Jose in places that are like, I'm like, oh yeah, I've driven down there. I, I like, I know exactly what there is where the model three that they were driving, um, kept trying to drive onto the light rail vehicle railroad tracks and not take a right turn and try to run over somebody in a crosswalk and unless the person had intervened would have crashed into a telephone pole. All in a place that I've like been multiple times. And that seems I I I don't know. And and the part that always bugs me is that watching the people who and and I don't think they're necessarily irresponsible, but the obvious Tesla fans who really want it to be as good as it possibly can just being shocked that, and, and recording it and uploading it to YouTube that, Oh shit, my car almost did something that would have caused massive damage to my $50,000 vehicle or killed somebody. And there's like, Oh man, the software is better than last time, but it's still not very good. And that's the, I, I, this, I don't know how tenable this is. And I'm surprised that the state or the, I, I don't know if the NHTSA or whatever has, oversight into this but it seems it just seems so bad i don't know
2: so here's my hot take here
1: i blame the dmv like i mean we can you know we we've made our grievances about tesla known here but to me the fact that the dmv hasn't taken action here and and didn't take action in the first place is beyond infuriating and you know the there's even there's some good um some good quotes from the laws and guidelines that the DMV's been been following when making the decision to so far not further regulate the full self-driving beta and the the one that I really like here is that um there's a um i guess it's called like an SAE standards document i i don't know what that stands for but it's it's one of the guidelines that the DMV is supposed to follow when regulating you know driver assistance um packages and and kind of how to think about them on this kind of 0 to 6 scale that's been defined in terms of level of autonomy and it it even says that it's incorrect to designate a level four design feature as level two, quote, simply because on road testing requires a test driver to supervise the feature while engaged and to intervene if necessary to maintain operation. And that's like, that's what's so crazy and upsetting about the DMV not taking action here is essentially what they've done is said, well, Tesla puts a little message on the the center screen that says, hey, you've got to, you know, pay attention while this thing's on. And because of that, they can basically continue to get away with designating this as a level two system, even though the fucking package is called full self-driving. Like it's, it's just, it's beyond, it's beyond absurd that, that no action's been taken. I I, I This I, gets me worked up.
0: You're, you're right. But also that that's like saying that, the person that the, the entity involved has no responsibilities. The fact that that
1: because well, but but we've I mean we've given up on Tesla doing anything responsible, and 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 I mean that's the other thing, it, particularly because of the company that that we're talking about here. That's what makes the lack of government intervention all the more upsetting. Because I mean, I mean, not not that from a legal standard or whatever you can take this into account, but. I mean, the the manufacturer we're talking about here has a demonstrated history of pushing the limits on laws and being generally reckless, which, you know, is all the more reason to have them subject to, you know, more scrutiny.
2: Well, I look forward to
0: your candidacy for California State Senate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am 100% with you, like, but... I feel like this also should come from the federal level.
1: Oh well, I, I, I agree. Like, I guess, I, totally it, I guess agree. that's my complaint yeah.
0: is that that barking up the tree of a state entity is is maybe feels like the not the most productive. Where I think the this the United States should be like, no, the, the 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 roads and highways of these these great United States are are not fucking Elon Musk's playground for somebody who consistently is either stupid or lies about when this thing that is 20 years down the road. If that is always two quarters away.
2: Anyway, I feel like
0: that was, it wasn't there another article related to this? Um, sorry, you're, you're the chief executive in chief here. Um, oh yeah. So again, so yeah, uh, uh, Musk tweets that, uh, full self driving is now going to cost $12,000. Um, great. Mm. Um, and then you had a, a, a parallel or or a related electric article related to this so you that will all be in the show notes all right I have one that i think is kind of interesting so this so there' was a bloomberg article profiling um strava and their um success in the pandemic so i mostly ta- i mostly like this because one i've over the past Year, but actually, particularly in the past two months, I've been much more consistent about running an exercise and stuff like that. and And my preferred app for the past decade almost has been has been Strava for uh, logging and cataloging that exercise. Um, and I've been a paying member for almost that entire time. I don't know. I I I really appreciate and and have a ton of respect for companies that know. The market they serve make a product that costs money and does a thing that helps and adds benefit to the lives of the people that are your customers. I don't know why in the tech space that's so revolutionary or so notable, but yeah, you make a thing that makes people's lives better and you sell it to them at a fair price and it's a thing and it's a sustainable business. Shocker. I I, I, I don't know. Anyway strava's great it's 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 cost six dollars a month, and it is fantastic I don't know well, I don't so, have a whole lot to say here so,
1: but. What, so what what i as someone who maybe has used strava like at some point in the past but mm-hmm. but definitely you know no time recently what is what does it do for you that just like the you know default fitness app
0: doesn't do so not not a lot. Immediately. Because again, like this actually goes back to something that we, that was a previous Chef special, which is that whenever I like I actually don't use Strava that much in terms of recording a workout. So like frequently I I've actually tried to be, like because I'm trying to break my addiction to my phone, which is not going well. We'll come back to that on a slow week. Um, I will use I will leave my phone in my car or at home and I will use just my watch and I will record a workout using the workouts app or the activity app i actually don't know which one it is and then the app uh, the ios app health fit will then act as uh, fitness middleware and then will translate that data into something that strava can read but basically strava is a social network for athletes i'm not an athlete but i do follow athletes on it and it will then take all of your gps data heart rate data and stuff like that and then put that on a map and allow you to compare like your best efforts against what you've done in the past. See other people around you who have run or biked that same distance. It shows you um, local and global heat maps. So if you want to find new routes and things like that, it's very, very easy to do. So you can find clubs and groups to like support each other. Like, I don't know. Like it's, it's like a, it's like a healthy social network for athletes that has very, very good tools to kind of track your progress and your effort and fitness. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's great. And unfortunately, if you're a Peloton user, you can link your Peloton account to your Strava account and you can clutter up my feed with, um, (laughs) with cool down sessions and yoga and biking exercises that are like, uh, bikes that you've done with stuff that I don't need to see. And I, don't know how to hide that. And I don't think you're able to. Oh,
1: that, but anyway, that's, that's lame. It, it should know to filter out at least like cooldown rides and stuff. Yeah. That's like, I mean, like that's silly. I don't know. Because like,
0: I don't like, it just like straw. Like it's, it's a good app. It's not bloated. It's not one of those things that like, cause here's the thing that happens with everything in fucking Silicon Valley is that, is that you make a thing and you have your, your, your MVP, you have your minimal viable product and you make a thing and people like it, and you get some users, and then some fucking biz dev people tell you, oh, it's got to do this, this, and this. And you have to make your app all bloated and crappy, and eventually it stops being the thing that it was supposed to be. Where Strava, every feature they introduce, is something that makes... It might not be specifically for you. You, you might not be like the ultra marathoner or the person that needs this very, very specific feature that tells you how to how to understand your heart rate recovery zones at this point in your run and whatever. But like, it, it's always related to something that it meets the mission for what the product is. And that's why, like, like, again, I, even though I have like often times, unfortunately stretches where I will not live up to my fitness goals for a long time. And actually, honestly, I probably should cancel my subscription, but like, I don't want to, because it's, it's, it's a good app made for what it's supposed to do. And it's not trying to be, eight different things and it's not also trying to be a streaming app or a thing that helps you track the food that you've eaten and like it just it, it does what it's supposed to do and I and I appreciate that so much in the feature creep world of stuff that has to do fucking everything so anyway
1: yeah that, good. That's, that's well said I agree with that
0: and the aesthetic of the app is orange and orange is even though it's getting edged out by maroon sort of in my 30s uh, orange is still my favorite color <sighs> anyway, that was, that was a lot of talking. All right. Um, eh, had the thing, and this is to be very quick. Had a thing. I had a had a. Actually, well, no, no. Sorry, this is somebody regurgitating Gurman's take in his, his newsletter. Um, Mark Gurman had a scoop in his Bloomberg Power On newsletter where it seems like whatever the AR VR Apple headset that is forthcoming is going to be it's definitely not going to be a you wear it a lot type of device it's going to be a i think what was the phrase he used it's supposed to be used in bursts
1: yeah something like that
0: yeah like i i i actually i guess like the broader question do you have any interest in this product whatsoever no have you had any temptations or interest in the oculus quest
1: Remember, I, I bought one when it first came out.
0: I thought you bought like a fucking, like an HTC Vive or something and then noped out of it real fast.
1: No, I, I, well, I, I, bought the, the, um, the original Quest and then noped out of it real fast. Yeah. Was I, it it, 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 was that the one that was... had to be used with the PC, though? Yeah. Uh huh. Got it. Yeah. I, um, I, I find, and I, I've, I've tried a Vive, um, I don't think I've tried any of the ones that are completely independent of a PC, but I, I I don't think those would solve any of the issues I've had with, you know, the headsets that you have to plug into a computer where I find them to be uncomfortable and kind of disorienting where like even after just even a short session, 10, 15 minutes, I just start to get kind of dizzy and just and and a little nauseous and I just I just don't want to be wearing the headset anymore. So no, I and and also like I it, there are a couple of VR games that I've tried that that have been kind of neat, but by and large I just I haven't seen the the use case for things that are You've- better in vr
0: you haven't seen the killer app yet
1: correct yeah
0: do you ever think there will be because like actually this goes back to my running thing where if, if if you if you go run to mission bay um there are like every single muni ad is for the oculus quest and all like of the print ads that they have are based off of using it as a fitness device and I cannot imagine doing any type of workout or cardio wearing a VR headset. Like that just feels like that, like any type of like high physical exertion thing, along with not knowing where you are in time and space would be very uncomfortable and, and just make
1: you want to just feel sick. Yeah, I, I, I don't want don't want any part of that at all. Um,
0: well, I mean, actually, well, actually, with that is <laughs> uh, is Oculus ever going to team up with Peloton. <laughs> i mean like I, I, actually i'm actually only half kidding with that if vr actually got good wouldn't it be kind of interesting to like be able to like think you're biking through the swiss alps or something because i like know there's like a bunch of those like stationary bikes that are not peloton where like they have like a little thing of like some person with a like a 360 camera took a bunch of video like i can kind of see that actually being kind of interesting but like but no isn't that the whole thing is if you wear it more than 10 minutes you just kind of just start kind of feeling kind of weird
1: yeah uh, yeah i to me that's what is what i'm most interested in with apple's headset not not that i'm interested in personally buying one but i i just can't wait to see in a keynote like what it is that they're gonna say you need it for
0: Well, because that's because that's the thing we're um apple generally for all its faults and again generally a lot of bullshit related to it knows how to explain and paint a picture about the use case and except, vr is except, something that except has... for
1: the apple watch but
3: continue. oh man i like they, sorry they messed, they messed no, that up.
0: no this <laughs> this week people have been have been talking about and and i've watched it multiple times and i have zero like again the january 2020 has sucked or sorry 2022 who even counts anymore but this this month has been a fucking abomination um i have had zero interest in going wa- going back and watching the, the iphone introduction keynote yeah I, I don't care um people who are eager to write their 15 year anniversary pieces you you can save your clicks but apple generally and, and you're in your right the watch i i am not sending you my heart i don't think i've sent you my heartbeat in quite a long time <laughs> um but the the, the watch they kind of uh what's his name? Kevin Lynch. He was telling people that they were going to be standing at the at the Muni station liking Instagram photos on the wrist. Also no longer a thing. But for the most part, Apple is generally pretty good at explaining the 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 potential use cases and how you might use it um and, and why it might be useful to you. And I'm not like it, because your Mike Hurley's and and people like that like actually do seem excited about this type of thing, but I, I have never seen something that makes me want to go buy an Oculus Quest. Like I've heard that, hey, it's an immersive game experience. Some people want to watch a movie and not like, and feel like they're immersed in something else. And then there's all these fitness and cardio functions that the newer generation of the Oculus Quest Go or two or something of is where it doesn't have to be like, cause the new versions don't have to be tethered to a computer. Like they are their own thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, but I want, cause Apple for better or for worse, or like, or I like, I feel like sometimes people give them more credit than they, they deserve with this part of it. But they'll always be like, Oh, Apple's not first, but they're the best or that they know when to launch a product. Once the use case is actually like fully fleshed out. And it's, and it's like, uh, fully baked thing. Like that's the whole thing of like, Oh, Apple's going to introduce folding phones in 25, 2025. So let Samsung make these weird concept devices. But eventually once it's ready for prime time, Apple will be there. So no, I think you're absolutely right where however they frame it will be very interesting to see just because I haven't seen the type of thing that makes this, a broad appeal device especially at the price points it's probably going to launch at.
1: Yeah, cuz I mean if they if they get up there and say you know, this is the best way to FaceTime and this is the best way to play these games, like I I could not be less interested in that. But it's Wait. it's got to be more than that, right? Well, and also the fact that Apple is other than the fact that Their
0: entire success with games on iOS devices has been on accident. It's just the fact that they actually made technology that was pretty good to make games with. I I I feel like it wouldn't be uh, believable that they try to act like they're a gaming platform for that. Yeah, or if if they, or like just like Microsoft with the Hololens, where they've gone like the absolute like entire different direction. Like they're not doing this as a fun device. So like, hey, this is a productivity slash enterprise tool and i don't see apple doing that either so i just i yeah i don't know what they would pitch it as
1: or like what i was gonna say was if they if they try to make like the movie pitch where it's like oh hey you can have this like fully immersive experience watching a movie like
0: well then it's like who's gonna do that gene Munster, because technically that makes it actually the first apple tv boom
1: (laughs) i mean like I mean, seriously, like you know. I mean, sure, sometimes you want to watch a movie by yourself, and that's you know great. But like, a lot of times you're watching movies with other people, and, and so I just don't. Well, that's what share plays for. So you could can, can all be <sighs> d- 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 each, a wing, each buy wing, one d- wing at Bing's Bing's you're,
0: Yeah, you're all sitting on a couch with I, four wearing fucking VR assets,
1: and if if they get on stage and demo watching a movie and being able to share the experience of watching that movie via SharePlay with each person independently having one of these stupid headsets sitting on a couch together. I You're going to buy a Google Pixel? I might. I, I, I really might. Uh,
0: well, no, they'll, be, they'll show you being able to use the VR with universal control or whatever that thing that <laughs> shipped with where you're able to use yeah. your iPad as a mouse for your Mac or whatever
1: dumb shit. It'll, um, the, uh, you'll be able to move your, your mouse cursor with um, eye tracking. Across, oh yeah, across all your devices using universal control.
0: Like, I don't want to be a curmudgeon, but like, I just, I, I just don't see it.
1: I mean, look, like Apple, how, ha- like again, like lots of Apple has lots of faults. We list them extensively on the show, but Apple does have a way of coming into an existing product category, making it a lot better, and pushing the tech to do different things and address different use cases that you didn't even think were possible before. So like, (sighs) it's like, I, I, like, I mean, that would be, that'd be the optimistic view of what they're going to try to do here. But, but
0: but I just feel like this type of thing, unless they would, which is not what it's going to be like, unless they introduce something that's like Google class, but like good, like if it's a thing that you strap onto your head, that, makes it um, like that that is not the next iphone
1: well that that's been the other weird part about a lot of the reporting is that this ar headset is almost being reported on as being like a stop gap before apple then can eventually make something that's more like augmented reality which is what they really want to do well because that's the useful and, one
0: like i mean yeah, like I, I don't I don't think any of them are good Like until somebody makes like a, and this again, like very much like a matrix four thing. I don't know if they ever use VR or that type of thing, but like, I feel like something that can seamlessly co-mingle technology in the digital world with your everyday world and kind of show that to you versus something that you have to be seated on a couch in your bedroom or like, or like in your living room. Like those are very different experiences where AR seems much more dynamic and, and extensible than VR, but neither actually seems that good.
1: But it just, it just, to me, it seems weird to treat a VR device as like an intermediary step to AR. I mean, sure, some of the concepts are similar, but I don't know, it, it's going to be weird if this like rumored $3,000 device is basically just like, yeah, this is this is the thing that we're making because the thing we really want to make, we don't have the tech for yet. Like that's... I don't know. That seems kind of strange.
2: Yeah, but we'll see.
0: Again, it won't it won't it won't go anywhere.
2: Yeah, I, but it supposed to
0: be like three grand or something.
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like the rumored three thousand dollar price. Like I'm 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 fascinated to see um what their pitch ends up being.
0: Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was gonna talk about tel- uh, Peloton about, but uh I think it has something to do with the strava thing but yeah there, there's a lot of i'm getting a lot of instagram ads for peloton so i think they're uh maybe not selling a lot of units we'll see uh to round out the apple stuff uh you put this in here apparently like wasn't it like four years ago they bought a thing they bought a company that used to sell a thing that you'd either put under your pillow or under your mattress and it was right. a thing that would, it would do sleep tracking Allegedly that is now being sunsetted or or whatever the the Silicon Valley term for shit canning is. And um yeah, that that's done with. And that allegedly implies that the new Apple Watch will have better sleep tracking, but I well this is very scattered. You have a series seven Apple Watch, right? Correct. Did you buy the new fast charger?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean it you're it it comes with one.
0: Oh, am I a dummy? Okay, so hold so hold on. So sorry.
1: Uh, I uh, Oh my god, this thanks for listening to the show. This, this was a chef special of mine a month ago explaining why fast charging was so great and I linked to the Apple help right. article that explains how you how you do this.
0: I'm middle-aged. By by 10:30 <laughs> my my mind is basically shut off. People can tell from the start of the episode to the end of the episode I I I get much less sharp. <laughs> um I did not know that. I cuz I recently did not have a chance to charge my Apple watch at night and I put on the charger for like 45 minutes and it like when I popped it on the charger, it was at 14% and when I took it off, it was like at 51%. I'm like, wow, this thing does not charge fast where Ryan's always talking about like he can wear his watch at uh, while sleeping all night and that it's, he just throws it on the charger while he's showering. Everything's great. And I'm like, this, right. is, this is not my case. So I feel like maybe I have been using the same Apple watch charger since the series one and just literally never taken it out well, of my little
1: that that's what it is and i i actually had this experience where i've i've had the you know the fast charger here at home and i don't go anywhere these days but i i had like one night where i was staying um away from home over the holidays and i had like an old apple watch cable in my backpack and you know i I went to go charge my Apple watch and it was on there for, you know, like an hour and a half, which, you know, isn't with the fast charging is, is more than enough time usually to fully charge it. And I, you know, went to check on my watch and it was like, it only charged, you know, maybe like 60% or something. Um, so yeah, it, it really is. It's, it's noticeably faster, but yeah, you, you have to have you know, the the special cable and it's got to be plugged into, you know, a specific USB-C port. Like, there's a very kind of specific set of requirements to be able to actually do it.
0: Did this maybe, did, did the fast charger get introduced with the Series 6? Because I, I could have sworn no, there, was, there was a period of time where it was it was extra.
1: No, it, it's a Series 7 thing.
0: No, no, but where it was not included.
1: Like, uh, I, know, I know the USB-C
0: power brick isn't, but I could have sworn that it was always going to be. Uh, anyway, I've.
1: I don't know. They, they may. Maybe they had a slightly higher wattage USB A charger that they put in the box at some point. But but okay. no. Fast charging a... as a feature has just been a Series Seven thing.
0: Maybe this is a thing for only people with edition watches, and us schmucks with the stainless steel are left to fend for ourselves.
2: Maybe.
1: I'll
0: open it. I'll open it up. So
1: we'll see. Um, but yeah, no, the, the the fast charging is really good.
0: Yeah. Anyway, this bedded thing, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, I, so, so, that, so, well, so I guess here's my complaint: is that like because I every every New Year again, like I we I don't think we've ever had the New Year's New Year's resolution discussion, and we'll, and we'll maybe get to that next week if it's a slow week. But I sleep schedule is always kind of on my list of things to be more intentional about and try to improve. But I just don't get what the benefit of being as oh yeah, your sleep was kind of crappy last night, or you only got five and a half hours of sleep. Is that helping me go to bed earlier? No. Like, I, I, I just
2: don't know what actionable data I'm getting out of this.
3: Yeah, I are mean, get anything uh, out of it? I don't like, know. If it? If it tells Maybe. you
0: that you were in bed for six hours and 45 minutes and only five hours and 20 of that was quality sleep, like, what, what, like, what, what are you doing differently? Like, what, what, what are you supposed to change?
1: Yeah, I, I I'm not really taking a lot of action on that.
0: So um, then, why not just like why not just put your watch on the charger and not have to worry about it not being 100 percent in the morning?
1: Yeah, I mean, that, I guess that that would be a solution. Like the um, the
0: whole quantified life. Like I I totally get the appeal. Like I, I'm I'm a nerd. Like I get that, and I want to know my steps, and I want like and even though I think stand hours are bullshit, and I feel like the Series Seven is somehow worse at detecting when you've stood up than other generations of watches. I don't know, but like I hate when I don't close my rings, and it's all because it doesn't feel like i stood up for enough minutes throughout the day like uh, uh, that's trash but the, the the sleep thing what what are you getting out of especially for like somebody like you who like you you've got a kid like did you have a lot of flexibility in how you sleep probably not
1: no so come on yeah no i i get it um i guess what has been disappointing in the past and what's kind of interesting about this news is that when apple originally bought Bedit, it it was you know widely assumed that oh okay this is finally apple bringing you know first party sleep tracking support to the apple watch which you know a couple of years later they did but they did so in the just absolute bare bones minimum way that they possibly could the apple special and then even you know with um watch os 8 which was kind of their second take on sleep tracking very very minimal improvements it's still very very kind of rudimentary and so it is interesting to see like what they're going to do if they actually really you know come out with a more kind of
2: thought out um solution so I, I
1: i am interested to see what that is
0: yeah uh this reminds me that i'm gonna make a teaser that there may be a big scoop or uh recommendation or at least a product review for next week that relates to the health and fitness space mm. um yeah hmm. all right uh do, do 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 you care about any of this do you do you have any strong feelings about any of the of the uh streaming stuff yeah you know, do you uh, want to cover the stuff real quickly i i know you're you're an you 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 you're an Amer- you love your olympics
1: i do love my olympics yeah we 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 can go through this stuff um so listeners from over last summer will remember that the kind of peacock story and sort of NBC's coverage of the olympics in general was a bit scattered and kind of confusing it was hard to tell what was where and you know like with like peacock had almost like what did i describe it as it was almost like this kind of alternate universe of primetime olympic coverage where they had their own coverage in the Olympics and they had like their own hosts and they'd be covering different sports. All I remember is that you got really mad that
0: there was like a recap show that was only available live or something.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, then they that's right. They had some shows that were available live and then not available in any capacity on demand after the fact. Very very strange. Um and what NBC has come out and said is with the upcoming Winter Olympics that all of NBC's coverage of the Olympics will be available in Peacock. So, TBD on exactly what that ends up looking like, but hopefully a sign that it's going to be easier to find where to watch stuff and and, you know, have that stuff be a little more uh flexibly available within Peacock,
2: but but we'll see.
0: Got it. All right, and then this. Uh, okay, well, we can do both of these in thirty seconds or less. Uh, allegedly, Apple is going to try to make a deal with Major League Baseball. Uh, there's not a lot of details on this. Um, so, well, I mean, you actually, I honestly haven't read the entire article. Is this the thing where they're going to try to take up what, what was it called? Uh, league Pass or no? Or with no, extra
1: no, no, no. So th- this is this is a pretty small piece of the pie. So this is um i guess ESPN who obviously they have a deal with Major League Baseball to broadcast games they, their big thing is like Sunday night baseball um but also as part of ESPN's package they have weekday national games so they they used to also broadcast um regular season games Monday and Wednesday nights um but i guess during this off season I don't know if ESPN had like a, an opt out they exercised or exactly what the deal was, but essentially they're no longer going to be broadcasting Monday and Wednesday um, games nationally, and so uh, MLB is looking for someone else to to start broadcasting those.
0: So I don't see why this is useful. Like this is, I've always been super skeptical of the whole thing where for some reason, Amazon, like Yahoo buys the rights to like two NFL games for like in the entire year. And Amazon has spent a whole ton of money on the rights to Thursday night games or something that are also simulcast on NFL network. Like I don't get, unless somehow Apple were to acquire the rights to Everything of of uh with extra bases or extra innings or whatever the whatever their OTT or or their like watch every out of market game packages. I don't get the point. And even at that point, like what what would be useful or interesting would be if if hashtag only Apple was able to find a way to get out of the morass of local market blackouts. Otherwise, this just seems like a big waste of money. Like who? Who cares that a few games sometimes
2: will be available on Apple TV?
1: Well, it's not really gonna matter, or at least we're not really gonna have the answer as to what this looks like because there's not gonna be a baseball season this year. So,
0: wait, I, is that a thing? Is there a lockout or what?
1: What's what's? They're, I have a, they're in, session, a so. they're in a lockout now and is that it's, does
0: a lock mean with individual players or the union or team what what give me 30 seconds on that
1: it's you know it, it's it's mlb so it's it's the the kind of league governance and ownership and the uh players association
3: hmm.
2: This is why Posey oppose you retired
1: got it <laughs> <laughs> i it, yeah yeah i don't know might might have been part oh, of it really uh, hmm. well i don't know i mean the 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 consensus I've seen is that there's there's probably not gonna be a season, so
0: if this makes Bob Bob Mansfield look bad, Bob Manfred, uh I'm all for it.
1: <laughs> it kinda makes everybody involved look bad, but
0: yeah. Uh and then lastly, uh we will circle back to this another time. i I've never been somebody who likes showtime shows, but I'm kinda interested in this, um adaptation of Mike Isaac's book that's going to come to Showtime. We'll we'll circle back another week to this, but
1: I I think so I think this looks really good. I don't think I've ever watched a single show on Showtime, but
0: you never watched uh, even a season of uh Dexter or Weeds. I feel like everybody in college probably oh, watched Weeds. I
1: I did I did watch Weeds, you're right. So Weeds I guess I bad, have
0: Weeds seen. Weeds was a very bad show in retrospect. It's it really objectively bad, but I still People tell me that Billions is good, but if I'm going to watch one of the two wealth porn shows, I'm going to pick Succession, not Billions.
1: Yeah, it took me a, took me a while to figure out those were different shows. I mean, I, I get it now. Oh, but... they're
0: very, they're very different. One one has the guy from sideways and one has one is Succession and one, and Succession mm-hmm. is a great show.
1: Got. It. Um, but yeah, so um as part of signing up for cable TV again through mm-hmm. Comcast, I I have Showtime for free now. So good Same. good timing there.
0: Same, and it's been six months and I still haven't logged in. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I I, I
1: haven't either. Oh, Showtime All Access, great. Um, all right, is, is that what theirs is called? Who fucking knows? It is, is all access, Showtime like if, plus. If you're trying to come up with something slightly different than plus, you call it all access. Well, isn't that what it was called? CBS All Access, right. But now it's just Paramount Plus Mm because, of course, it is. Yeah. All
0: right. And then the last thing is that uh, my espresso machine no longer talks to Alexa, and I don't know how to fix it, and I don't care, and smart home stuff is dumb, and this is the very worst.
1: Yeah. This is what we were talking about online, offline. Um, If you look in the comments, which you shouldn't do, don't ever read the comments, but if you did you would see the comments of
0: our slack or the comments of a one.
1: Of, of the um wemo um lady oh. in a can skill
0: yeah i saw because i was trying to go fix it and i was trying to see like because something they'll tell you like a skill needs attention nope it thinks the wemo skill is a okay but i did see that the uh wemo skill has 1.5 out of 5 stars which
1: well th- this this is what's been happening for a while now which is it works for a month inexplicably stops working for like three weeks to a month, starts working again, stops working. It's, it's bad.
0: Well, here's my problem is that I, I, I want to turn on my espresso machine because I'm dead tired and I'm not going to go grab my phone to turn on the espresso machine, or I'm not going to go, God, I mean, heavens no, even this cozy apartment, I'm not going to get out of bed to turn on the espresso machine. So this skill means that it's, it's the choice of having coffee or not. Cause I won't have time to do it in the morning. So what's what's the point of having a fancy coffee machine if you can't find a way to turn it on from bed?
1: So it, so your espresso machine like turns on when it's cuz I like I'm trying to think about like the way the Breville works like well, if it's I just, no, it's it, just
0: all like mine it's uh, the one thing about like having a a very high-end fancy espresso machine is that it's actually very very dumb and simple is that it actually has like a super mechanical switch where it's just like, I just have it. it I never turn it off on the machine itself. So then that's not, electros- it's
1: not harming the machine at all. You don't think?
0: No. Cause like, it, it's just more of a question of like, does it have electricity supplied to it? Okay. So basically like if, if the Wemo is on, then it's on. So yeah. So there's no like, yeah, I, I I'll send you a picture of the machine, but it's very it much.
1: Wouldn't, th- this wouldn't work with the Breville machine
0: no because i don't know if like let's say like if you just plugged in like from a cold start plugged in the breville machine i don't think it would default to it doesn't. turning on from just being no, plugged in it doesn't yeah so mine that is the one advantage is like because so i will try to make sure like i have a porta filter installed before the before i go to bed and you like to have the machine on for like a good 20 minutes so that everything every part of it's hot so you know you don't mess up the cold chain you, you get that you get that nice pull you do. Mm-hmm. All right, we've had a couple of short shows. This one went mm-hmm. a little bit longer, but it's okay. I think the listeners got what they wanted.
1: Uh, they always get what they want,
0: yeah. <laughs> and that means they turn it off after twenty minutes. Yeah. All so, right,
1: so so do you apparently?
0: I do my quality audit every five episodes. So don't don't get on that. All right, oh, chef's man.
1: special. All right, I'm 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 lazy. I'm just I'm copying one of yours, but it's really good. Which one's it's this one? It, it's your white whale. Um, well,
0: but hold. Oh, we're supposed to be wrapping this up. Oh, did you buy this? I did. How do, w- so. when was your first chance to use it or was this just an at-home test?
1: Um, so well, I did an at-home test, but then I I I've had <laughs> Sorry, hold on.
0: At-home test has a different meaning these days and I oh,
1: Yeah, I've had some of those too. <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, uh December un- January <laughs> un-
0: unintentional
1: joke of the year all right yeah man um but no i i have i've i've had had a day where i was working outside the home and so i i previously have had an anchor charger which is very very similar to this is it S- sateki yeah, that's how i say it okay I've had a, I've had an anchor one that 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 has just one USB-C port and like I think four USB-A ports, but I think it's something like a sixty watt total power charger, something mm-hmm. like that. And I've had that for years, and it it's it it it's actually I really I've really liked it. it it's been it's been the charger that just stays in my travel backpack. It, it's been really it's been really solid. But the, the problem with it is with my 15-inch MacBook Pro, it it does the thing where, like, it can charge it if I'm not using it. But if I'm using it... It'll discharge it, as you're it, using it. it? It discharges while I'm using it. But, uh-huh. but less slow, you know, le- at, a, at a slower rate than if it just wasn't plugged in at all. Yeah. And so... I had recalled a conversation we had a year or two ago where you were looking for some, you know, high powered um, USB charger. And I remember finding this thing and you, you liked it. You call, you know, you called it your, your white whale, of course, trademark, trademark. Me and Don. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And um, so I, I, I messaged you last month when I was thinking I, I should, I should really finally upgrade this anchor thing I've got. And so, I bought it and yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's really good. And I think the combination of two USB-C ports and two USB-A ports is really nice, especially for travel. Cause I I still Mm -hmm. have enough that's USB-A dependent where having those USB-A ports is nice. Eventually having something that's just USB-C only, I think will be the way to go. But, but for Mm -hmm. me, it makes sense to have a combination of the two.
0: A couple of years, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Um... And the other thing I really like about the Sateki charger is that I was worried about it being kind of big and heavy it's and dense, it's really but it's not. not it's manageable it's it's, it's dense, manageable but it's, it's, yeah. it's it's a little bigger and heavier than that anchor charger I had from a few years ago, but not a ton but in the like knowing, for what it does it's reasonable well and
0: and knowing that it is you only need one charger. Exactly. You don't have a laptop charger plus like an anchor thing for all your other low power stuff. It it is the one charger.
1: Yeah. No. It it it, it's really good. So good. So I, I I will use this as
0: an opportunity to toot my own horn, which is that if you go to that product page under top reviews in the United States, I am still the number one review. And I do find (laughs) it funny is that it was a review from January thirtieth, twenty twenty. So I was I was writing about all all the travel I would do
3: Mm -hmm. and.
0: This is the perfect uh, quote. My my the headline in my review. This is the perfect travel charger for power hungry uh, power hungry devices. Little did we know
1: this product is my white whale. Uh
0: huh. Again, going back to last week, people can go listen to the intro. That trademark, trademark that is our house brand for whatever
1: a, a TBD um, grocery store we have. As someone who travels with four devices consistently, <clears throat> uh huh. My most this. common use case is coming back to a hotel room after a day of travel. Mm-hmm. This review's not not held up very well.
0: It's fine. It, <laughs> again, twenty twenty is supposed to be a great year. Uh, kind of went, to, kind of went. Maybe this charger is the reason why everything went to shit. <laughs> uh, it's great at charging stuff, but not great at keeping the world afloat. All right, um, I have one which is put it in the slack no i don't want to invite somebody new to slack um so i am very much a fan of pretzels Mm. and uh whenever there's a pretzel available i will always try it a good soft pretzel is is hard to come by and also um oh also att park not good pretzels but many other places in the bay area decent pretzels there is, there was a new hot, uh, not hot as in temperature of the food hot, like just in terms of buzz, um, restaurant coming to the Bay area that was chronicled in the, sorry, it was detailed in the San Francisco Chronicle. And, uh, it was immediately on my radar because no less than six separate people sent it to me because they knew like, Oh yeah, this guy likes pretzels. And then you also sent it to me a little bit later and it was already, it was already on my radar. So it had a soft opening about a week ago, soft as in the pretzels, haha. Uh-huh. And uh I was in the East Bay on Sunday. And I was like, "Eh, let me drive by. I I'm, I'm always worried cuz the Bay Area is famous for its like line up for food culture, which I'm always very much against." But and I drove by and the line was like down multiple blocks. And I was like, "I don't love this, but also I'm already here and everybody in the, everybody in line was keeping their distance and wearing a mask. And I was like, and it was outdoors and I was like, okay, fine. So I waited 35 minutes to Mm. buy four pretzels Mm. and they were fucking great. It was very good. Mm. Where else? So unfortunately when I got there, so I don't know if you, so I sent you the link to the menu, but I didn't, they were sold out of the pretzel brat, which is what I really, really wanted. But Good classic pretzel. The good sign of a pretzel is that it's not over salted. They nailed it. Where else are you getting a uh, prosciutto and Asiago pretzel? Nowhere. That's where. So, whenever you're in the East Bay and the
2: um the hype dies down,
0: it's pretty gosh darn good.
1: So what what time of day did you get there?
0: I got there at like. One thirty in the afternoon
1: yeah yeah i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna be in the East bay this weekend, but i mm, thirty five minutes i, I don't again, that again this this was
3: the
0: Sunday of the opening weekend oh. it was one of the first nice days in the bay because it's been raining so much
1: yeah
0: oh man this oh they did not have a pepperoni pretzel pizza or pre- pepperoni pretzel pizza and that
1: did did you try any of the dessert ones or no
0: no because that's the thing where i'm i've I've had on i i have strongly chronicled opinions about like muscato and dessert wines are just the absolute worst (laughs) and i'm not somebody who ever like do you like let's say you have a croissant and somebody tries to get all fancy with it and they try to be like oh let's 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 um have some shaved almonds or some cranberry I don't like things that are generally supposed to be savory to have sweet elements in them. So right after I went, somebody was like, "Oh, do you try the s'more one?" and I actually didn't know it was on there cuz I fucking love s'mores, so I actually probably would have. But I don't like savory things that have a sweet um like addition or or, or twist on them.
1: Yeah, that they have their they have their time and place.
0: Yeah. So let me know. But anyway, it's it's on Solano Avenue, uh bordering Albany and Berkeley and it's it's easy parking and the people there are super cool and it's pretty like in, in the realm of the Bay Area hype food, it's it's pretty reasonably priced and yeah. People are cool.